0: Man, ninjas have it rough. No wonder they use guidebooks. You're listening to the VG Thought Commune Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the ninth Commune Podcast. I'm your host, Golem the Magnificent. And uh this past week we've been playing the ninja chapter of Live Alive. Uh with me here for the first time ever is the Kirby of Death. Uh please introduce yourself.
2: Hello, I am that.
1: <laughs> and how are you feeling? I'm doing alright. Alright, that's uh I'm glad to hear. And returning champion, WarioFan sixty three. Howdy. How are you, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm I'm feeling great. And uh, up-and-comer rival, uh, Shouty, how are you feeling? I'm doing quite well, thank you. And Soupbag, how are you doing? Good.
3: I'm also doing quite well.
1: All right, glad to hear. So, what what have you been guys been playing? Uh, a Wario fan. I've actually been uh, kind of on a punch-up kick lately. It punching <laughs> or kicking? <laughs> <kind of> <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, punching. Mostly
1: punching. I actually, I got that game for 30 cents as well on the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, and one thing that struck me is like, uh, you know, it BioWare's dialogue trees? How, you know, you're presented with two options and, you know, you just, you choose one and then it leads you to more options from there. Uh, it struck me that Punch Out is a lot like dialogue trees except, you know, instead of saying, I want to chop your head off or I want to chop your arm off, it's, you know, block or jab. Um, if that makes any sense?
3: That sounds um, like analysis only Golem could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see you, you there. there.
1: <laughs> <It's>, Isn't <laughs> the game is like a dialogue tree? Right. Like, at any given moment, you have a sequence of options open to you, and it's about exploring what each sequence of options gives you. Isn't that every video yeah, game? Yeah, isn't that a lot of video games? Not <laughs> all of them? Well, it's... it's. I don't think that's exclusive to Punch-Out, Golem. Are you answer. saying that, that like, fighting is like a, a form of communication? What is this? Uh... Well, <laughs> it is.
4: <laughs> But
1: when you choose jab, there's a very clear like reaction in what he does. Like either he'll laugh it off or he'll be stunned. Like um, it's very binary and easy to see what the consequences are for each individual one of your actions. Right, Whereas, like are saying, in Mega Man, you could be like a pixel off or something and get something totally different. Yeah, you, you know what? I I think you're onto something here, Golem, because because punch-up fights do have multiple endings. Either either Mac could win, Mac could lose, or, or, or even, even Mac could win by decision. It's 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 a whole plethora. <laughs> so, so did you choose Paragon or Renegade? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I almost I lost star. to Glass Joe. What does that make me
4: <laughs> A horrible person? <laughs> Dumb That's kind precious, actually.
1: A Warrior fan, did you have any, uh, any personal thoughts to share that weren't insane? <laughs> well, um it, it, I, I actually did not specify it was the NES Punch Up, but that is involved. Uh, I, I've actually been playing the Wii Punch Up because, um, Oh. Punch Up Wii. Yeah. Because, because my, uh, my Wii was, was, was always getting pretty wonky. Uh, I don't know, it was acting wonky whenever I played a, Punch out or the Doc Lewis one for some reason, I don't know. But, um, I, I basically waited four years to get a new console just to, uh, just to get, get back into this game. Wait, so, can you transfer over Doc Lewis's Punch Out over to your Wii U?
4: Yeah, you can. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh. I'm
4: actually oh. surprised.
1: I, Never. do you think it's because of his dual wave? Um, I, I, well, see, that would have been my theory, but um as far as I know, Snatch Brothers works fine, and Doc Lewis isn't even a disc. Oh, yeah. so I don't know. Why. It doesn't even hit save data. I think I read somewhere that it was something about what the graphics were doing. <laughs> Just do a I layered don't... candy. Do a layered candide? Like, you know, because Doc Lewis always eats chocolate bar. Oh, I thought you meant the French philosopher. <clears throat>
0: Oh, uh, sorry to interrupt your podcast here, but, well, I'm from the future, and as such, I have recognized the mistakes that I made in the past. Uh, for instance, when I said Candide was a French philosopher, uh, what I should have said was that Candide was written by a French philosopher whose name was Voltaire. Uh, anyway, I-, I better let you get back to your own timeline. Candide. <laughs> What's your favorite story, in Space Mac? Finds chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not always
1: talking about French philosophers. <laughs> That's just you. <laughs> <clears> oh. <throat> uh, anything else, Marissa? Uh, no. You can you can move on. Okay. I've I've talked about this enough. <laughs> Shouty, have you been uh, witnessing any video entertainment with interactable elements? Um, I suppose if I had direct write reviews for them. Oh, that's Um, right. I was playing Luigi's Mansion a lot. A whole lot. And, uh... I wrote a review for it. And, um... My review said it was good. So I'll, uh... I think I'll go by that and say it was also pretty good. You did mention the multiplayer, which sounded pretty good, actually. Yeah, the multiplayer is fantastic, even though it's, like, stealing out of nowhere. If only there was a horde mode. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else to mention? Um, no, I think that's it. Barton, we just mentioned too, it's a really good game. I, uh. I'm advertising it. I would have gotten it, except that, like, I don't know, I I knew I would have enjoyed it, so instead I got games that I didn't, like, Lego City and Need for Speed are two genres I've never really played before, so. I went with uh, All right. edification over entertainment. Yeah, having fun is overrated anyway. Yeah. Supeg, did you imbibe any video games this week?
3: Well, uh, I've been playing uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3, and I got a Platinum Trophy because I'm insane. And uh, also, yesterday I got Luigi Mansion. And uh, over the weekend, I got to try out the multiplayer uh, via download play. It was my first time trying that out on 3DS, and that was fun.
1: Whenever I hear about Dynasty Warriors, it's always about the combat, but it is from Koei, so there's some strategy element to it, too, right?
3: Depending on the game, and with Dynasty Warriors, often the strategy element is, like, extremely minimal. And in, in Dynasty Warriors Gundam 3, you have fields and stuff, and... Capturing different fields do different things. Like there's like a repair field and if you capture that, then your allies will like slowly get repaired and stuff like that. So there's like kinda some strategy to it. That sounds fun. But eventually you're you're really you're just killing as many people as you can and then you're killing the boss. And that's the whole thing. Okay. It is very fun. I like it a lot.
1: I uh, I heard that apparently the um... Fist in the North Star really doesn't have the strategy element.
2: There is no strategy to that game.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is true for the ma- manga as well, so <laughs> it stays pretty faithful to it.
1: Oh, Mad Max. manga has no that. strategy?
2: No, way it doesn't. It doesn't.
1: Um, yeah. For TG. Like, in all seriousness,
2: it it is very faithful to the manga, which is why it's pretty good. That's how Dynasty Warrior, like the special ones, had to to get their audience, because probably the same with Gundam, I think it's super faithful to the original source material, so people like it, despite the combat. Like, is that accurate, (laughs) Kane?
1: Yes, Um, exactly. Soup, was there anything you wanted to say about Luigi's Mansion?
3: Uh, just that it was surprisingly fun. The the multiplayer actually made me want to buy the game.
1: Oh. Oh. Well, Not in the single player mode?
3: Well, I hadn't played the single player.
1: Oh.
3: I, I, no, I think like play the, the first game. Out. But the, just playing it multiplayer made me think, like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. So I went out and got it. But that's all.
1: So, uh, Kirby, have you been a video game lately?
2: Been mainly Minecraft. Uh-oh. I got that a week or so ago, and uh I'm doing a lot with that. Yes, so much so that I ones didn't ones finish my job. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun.
1: Did you Did you build Oboro in Minecraft? No, but I did build a Little Mac. Oh wow! Yeah, that I can't imagine how much time that would have taken.
2: It was about. It was at least a half hour.
1: Oh, that. Quick.
2: Yeah I mean it was me um, pretty much opening up a, a picture of him and paint and like eyeballing it And just systematically going from bottom to top That
0: sounds cathartic
2: Yeah it was nice <laughs> <laughs> Cause um yeah I actually um, Punch Out is actually one of my favorite series Oh Yeah
1: Maybe we should commune Al- something
2: Although I've never beaten one Completely like, for the first punch I I can never get past, um, Sandman. Uh, I yeah. haven't fought him a lot either. The first
4: punch out or
1: the NES punch out?
2: Ah, I see what you did there. Uh huh. Um, yeah. The first council punch out. Mm. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> 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 but, um, actually, yeah, going back to your analysis, I will agree, except that for each quote unquote dialogue tree, you get A very minimal window of opportunity for it. So it's kind of like talking in real life, I guess?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So really, it's Uh, truer to life than BioWare's dialogue trees. Exactly. Do you you talk with boxing gloves on your hands? Absolutely. Dear Strong Bad, how do you talk with boxing gloves on your hands?
0: This week, we discussed Oboro's chapter in Live Alive. It has a lot going on, and there's a bunch of stuff that's easy to miss, so it's difficult to unpack. Instead of trying to come in with some angle for analyzing the chapter, my goal here was mostly just to survey how people reacted to Oboro's chapter. It's a divisive chapter, and there are a lot of differences between us. Sometimes we don't agree on whether a part of the experience was valuable, but other times we don't even have similar experiences.
1: I think we all went into Ninja being, like, maybe hyped isn't the right word, but we all went into it with a certain expectation that, like, the Ninja chapter is about, you know, going in for, you know, there are all these secret goals you can try to go for, and you can go for zero kills or kill everything ever, and there's, you know, a bunch of ways to mess it up. Um, so some of us played through with guides and stuff like that. So before we even get into all that, I just want to know, like, did you go with any, uh, when you played Oboro's chapter, did you go in with any specific goal in mind, other than to just get through the chapter? Like, um, did you go for any special conditions for your run, uh, Shouty? Yeah. Since if I had prior experience, I decided to go for the no-kill run, since, uh, I, I read somewhere that that's the most rewarding way to beat the chapter. So you had played Oboro before? Yes. And did you, uh, the first time, did you go in with any expectations? No, I didn't. Um, not really. I thought it'd just be like any of the other chapters, really. And so which time did you find more, uh, more enjoyable? I think I found, uh, the second time playing through it more enjoyable, actually. Okay. And and Since did I knew you, what I was doing. Did you meet your goal? Yeah, I did. Okay. I'm uh I've, I'm still working towards it, but I think I have it. Super, did your first time playing Oboro? Uh, you actually you played Oboro before, right?
3: Yeah, that's correct.
1: So this Some time, were you stuff. going for a special run?
3: Uh, this time I just wanted to make it like. This time my goal, I just wanted to see what the, the secret bosses were like, and the first time I went in, uh, I didn't know anything about it. And the game kind of presents it. The way the game presents it is it seems like stealth is the way to go. It seems like it's encouraging stealth. Like, every time it kills someone, it adds a counter. Like, this is how many people you killed. And I thought that was, like, a gig against my score or something. Like, I thought that was a bad thing, that I was counting how many people. So I was trying to kill as few people as possible. And then I ended up getting really screwed later because... I was completely underleveled and couldn't kill anyone, and I was completely miserable. And then just did an FAQ for the rest of it. <laughs> that was my first time. So uh, this time, this time through, I knew that that was not going to happen. Um, so I just kind of went in and started killing everyone, um, killing everyone except the women. That was kind of my goal, um, and the old men too. I didn't kill them;
1: they yeah, were just seems spinning ladies.
3: Cause... It seemed it seemed pretty innocent. So
1: yeah. It just um, spinning there.
3: It just just keep spinning. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
3: so that was my goal, and um, it was still uh, it was still a pretty miserable experience. Um, and I ended up uh, and to beat the bosses, the absolute only way to beat those guys is if if you're like level sixteen, like. You can't yeah. do it if you're before then, so you have to just grind and grind. So it was oh pretty miserable.
1: Yeah, I've encountered Lord Iwama, and I've never been able to fathom how you would kill him. So uh, I you don't think going I... to beat him. <laughs> what? Yeah. In yeah. the house. Nah. His only way. I'll pass. I'm fine with really rewarding, actually. You could also grind in the I beat basement, both right? Both
3: of the optional bosses eventually, and I can I can assure you, it is not worth it.
1: I guess it's not it. worth the trouble. I, I can understand people who enjoy grinding, but I I do not. I not enjoy the grinding, I enjoy the reward. Yeah. Um the grinding boss like fights.
3: It was just very irritating grinding too, because you're just killing the same ghost over and over and over and it's super easy, but it just takes a super long time to do. It was it was just awful.
1: But it has such a cute face. <laughs> Wouldn't that be on the more reason not to kill them? <laughs> I don't know, I like, I play Kirby and, and kill cute things there. Just, everything is cute in that game. Yeah. And that game is it's all true. about killing. Especially Nightmare. Oh god. So if Kirby was trying to do a ninja run with the ninja ability, he would not do very well <laughs> without it. Yeah, he would have to do the eat everything run. Yeah. Including the women. speaking of uh speaking of kirby did you so you haven't beaten ninja yet but did you go in with any specific run in mind
2: i pretty much did what uh kn did too big by the way um i what i did was i talked to everybody that i came in contact with whether they would either attack me right out or if they would attack after they noticed me or something then i would kill them obviously but like um like for the women, it gives you the option to either let them go or kill them. I would let them go. And then um one in particular is this uh, samurai guy who just sleeping in the bed. And um, at first, I kept bugging him. He eventually fought me, and then I decided to just go back to my save and leave him alone. Because
1: he does—he you know, he does fight he you if you bug him enough. Yep. Okay. Is, there's and, a few moments like that in that story. It's a little come on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's.
2: I don't know. I don't really like the ghost people because, like I said, I talk to everybody. So I get locked in one of them ghost battles and you can't win them, at least not with the level I'm at, so it's kind of frustrating.
1: Hmm. The you could people? just
2: grind? I could, but um, that's super boring <laughs> and terrible. And uh, it'd be better if you could grind the way you could in the Caveman story where it's all random encounters and they're kind of your level and it's not the same enemies over and over again. That I could tolerate.
3: Yeah, grinding caveman wasn't too bad.
1: I feel like if you're level seven, you're able to handle pretty much everything but the end game.
2: Yeah, it's fairly true. Yeah, because I actually am level well, seven right now.
3: Yeah. Also, remember he doesn't have the prisoner either, so he doesn't have him to help out.
1: Oh well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you have yeah. if you have two party members, then the game's a joke.
2: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say that.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was, you know, I was trying to like go through as far as I could to grind to get up to a high enough level to um, kill the guy who's keeping everybody a prisoner. Because the first couple times I fought him, I kept dying, so I was like, I need to avoid this guy, like the plague, and just do other stuff. And I ended up getting to the door before the final boss. So.
1: Okay. Oh, and Wario fan, did you go in with any special runs in mind? Um. No, not, not, well, not particularly. Um, kind of tipped me off that I should try to be, like, careful with, uh, and Ninja. I guess, um, and that it kind of made me a little anxious, so, uh, I just, I, I used a guide the entire time. <laughs> 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 I, 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 am a coward. So, uh, you used a guide, but you didn't go for any special goals? Well, um, the impression I got was that um, I, I did not want to... Uh, it, it, it might be too hard if I tried to uh, not kill everything, but um, I should also not actively kill everything, or else it would be impossible to grind. But then I found out that grinding itself was also kind of hard, so... Yeah, that's, that's a weird thing, where, like, you can grind if you figure it out. Like, it's, yeah. you have to... Pay attention and know what stops enemies from spawning. This yeah,
3: It's pretty obtuse. Like you have to know that you can't kill this one lady in this one room, and then you can. Yeah, in this doorhouse, the only way you can do it.
1: I mean, Keep I de- it's not well. It's not that obtuse when like you kill the ghost, the ghost respawns. You kill the lady, the ghosts go away. I think that's pretty self-explanatory.
3: But I like the chapter doesn't really tell you right? that. By the way, this is the only place you can grind. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. So nobody went for the went for the running away option. What do you mean running away? Going back to the beginning of the chapter and leaving. Well, that wouldn't finish the chapter. <laughs> no, it, I think I I did do that once, and it just wait, game over. You have to be like level yeah, sixteen to kill the guys to come after you, so it's pretty brutal. Wait, so if you defeat them, can you actually, like, beat the chapter and, like, get a, and move on to the next one? I think. You no, know, because you're done. I think.
3: I, I think no matter what, running away does not end. Well, I think there's no way to actually beat it if you run away.
1: Are you sure you don't just get wave after wave of guys coming after you? I, well, I looked it up in a guide, but I didn't look too closely because I did I wanted to make sure not to read spoilers. Wow, it sounds like, so nobody on their first run through, uh, went in through for any expectations. Um, is that right? Well, yeah. WarriorFan
3: did. Oh. I, I filled his head with expectations. <laughs> I actually... So I scared him into using a guide.
1: <laughs> I, um. I He's guess... molding me into a perfect specimen. A perfect guide using specimen? Exactly. Actually, I guess in, in terms of expectations, I was a little like Soup on his first time, where I tried to go through with Killing Nothing, and I got lost, and it was kind of hard to tell where I had been since nobody was dead. Brilliant. So then I had you got to restart. Lost in ninja? What?
2: So you got lost in Ninja?
1: I know, crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so I restarted the save, I, I restarted the, the story. Killed everybody in my path, and now the mansion is firmly lodged in my brain, the map of it. It's, um, I think it's a fun map.
3: Well, that's one opinion.
1: That's one opinion. <laughs> that's um, one
3: opinion I disagree with, yeah.
1: So, Supag, you said the, that there were sources of frustration for you in this chapter. Yes. Would, would you, would be you able like to,
3: me to enumerate them?
1: <laughs> that's the word I was going to use.
3: Okay, um,. Well, the, the frustrating thing was the chapter just doesn't really tell you anything. You're supposed to kind of figure it out yourself, which is very, very difficult to do, uh, like your first time through. Yeah. And there are just tons and tons of traps and pitfalls. And because it's kind of open ended and you can sort of take different paths and either go into attics or not or go around and go to different buildings, it's just confusing and and if you're just playing without using a guide, or if you don't know what you're doing, you can just, like, end up in the third building with all sorts of enemies that are way too strong for you, and it can just get overwhelming and frustrating. Because, like, you didn't know you were supposed to kill these guys to grind, and you didn't know you are supposed to do that. And, you know, you didn't know you were supposed to get this better equipment from this attic. It's just, there are too many branches and not really enough guidance to tell you the best way through it.
1: I don't know how productive this is to say, but I would disagree in the sense that um, the the Trapmaster Attic I think gives you enough experience to handle at least get out of the third building and grind some like, kill guys elsewhere to level up.
3: Okay, I mean, I I, I didn't even know where the Trapmaster Attic was, I didn't know where anything oh. was, I was just lost the whole time
1: Okay. I guess I can empathize I mean, with that since, you know, I did have to restart because I was lost.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's one of the main problems, is I just get lost so much that you can just run into enemies and you're like... And I was thinking, like, okay, this guy's too strong for me, so I have to go back to enemies that are not this strong. Where are those and how do I get to them? It was just very, very confusing and frustrating. For-
1: Kirby, did you have any frustrations with this game?
2: Kayan um, basically described my experience to a T. I would get lost, I'd end up fighting enemies way too strong for me, I'd look for other enemies that were less strong, I would sometimes get lucky and find them, and other times I'd just get more lost. <laughs> and like I said, I'd end up I ended up at the final boss without the prisoner, so it's like... Right. Uh,
1: uh, I actually preferred leaving uh, the prisoner where he is. Letting him rot. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, me neither. It's it's worth playing both ways just to see the different outcomes. That's not. Yes. It is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever played uh, the original Resident Evil Kirby?
2: Oh, uh, no. I've seen a play you now several play- that playthroughs of it, but I uh, haven't actually played it myself. No.
1: Okay. What about the original Metroid?
2: Um, a bit. I didn't get very far, though. I got it through the Ambassador thing.
1: When you went to Norway. What? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, From the little you played of Metroid, um, would you say that's a similar feeling to Ninja? To Oboro's chapter?
2: I'm gonna say no, because I feel confident that at Metroid at any given time, I'm capable... Of killing any enemy that it would come across, Ooh. and with ninja, I feel like you could take a wrong turn and end up in a "quote unquote" bad neighborhood and just be <laughs> outmatched.
1: Actually, and then uh, that, I think that means you haven't played enough Metroid because you could. There are a lot of bad neighborhoods.
2: Oh, that, that's very possible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mario fan, surely you have played. Actually, yeah, you've played both the original Resident Evil and the original Metroid, right? It's it's true. Well, I mean, if you count the GameCube one as the original, but yeah, uh, that's close enough. Would you compare that experience with the uh, with the Ninja Mansion? Sort of <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, um, boy! This is embarrassing. I, I, uh, <laughs> for both of those games, I also used a guide. <laughs> <the entire
3: story. laughs> so yeah. So a very similar um, experience. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, but at,
1: at, at least with the with Resident Evil, um, it got to the point where where I knew my way around enough to uh, to speed run the game. So I mean, at least it's that. I feel that's a comparable point in that. Uh, Oboro's chapter is actually, like, really tiny once you know what to do. It's just, um, very easy to get lost along the way, right? Yeah, I, I like, I I was trying to do a bit of it by myself, but, you know, I had no clue there were these, uh, hidden walls or that you could climb down a tree. It was just kind of a... Oh, yeah, the tree, tree's a little weird to figure out. And, 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 I like, I have no idea how you were supposed to figure out that you were, th- how you could, uh... uh Unlock Orobo at all? Man, people really got stuck on that. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I I had, I I had the guide to tell me how to do it, but I like how would I have ever figured this out on my own? Kirby, do you mind spoilers? Oh uh, no, I don't care. Go for it. Okay. Um. So, Warrior Fan, why don't you tell us how you get Orobo? Well, my understanding of it uh, is that you have to beat the. The, bo- um, the trap master boss in a, in a specific way. And then, even if that happens, you have to ensure that he, he drops a random item. And then, after that, you have to acquire enough of a, a special money item. Wait, is is this in my random? Yes. Uh, yes it is. Uh, oh, so I've, I've just been getting what, lucky then. Well, right, you have to kill all of the little it's random and you have to kill a certain way. It, it's just it you kill all too? of the little guys before him, right? Yes. See, so yeah, I just did that anyway, um, but I didn't know the Zenmai was random. I've just been getting lucky. Yeah, it's random. Even if you kill little guys, that sucks. You yeah. um, know, awful. So sorry, warrior fan. Continue. Um. So and then after that, you have to uh, find all these little uh a special item named money. It's not actual money. It's not actual <laughs> currency. And then you have to, uh, deposit the money in a little slit near, uh, near where you got the sword. And then you have to go back, and then you have to give the item to, to Orobo. And, uh, and Wait. then once you do that, you have to go back and put another money in the slit to turn the room to normal, and, goodness. Did you see And then even then, like, uh, Apparently, Orobo is mostly good for, for uh, helping you out in the optional bosses, anyway, because... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Also, there are special things about Orobo, uh, which reminds that if I spoil them... Like, on the overworld... Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... If, uh, you encounter a mouse in the attic with Orobo with you, uh, he'll freak out and you have to fight him to calm him down. <laughs> um... If you fall... With Orobo with you, he'll break, and you can't use him anymore. That is really frustrating. Yeah. I almost safe-screwed myself. Yeah. yeah,
3: That's ridiculous. Um, and also, he breaks down if he's in the water for too long.
1: Oh yeah, there's that too. So if you're going after Lord Iwama, he's...
3: Yeah. Right, which is one reason you would have Orobo in your party, he yeah. can break it down. Oh, I got lucky with that. Oh,
1: but Mario I'm fan. Um, oh, how how cool it would be to to have a, uh, an army of three people in this chapter, and then I I see how how useless Orobo is if you are not going to the optional bosses, and I'm like, God, dang it! But you need him for the zero kills. Yeah. The what? Zero kills. you him to get zero kills. Oh. Um, you said deposit the money in the same room where you get the sword. Did I hear that right? Um, it's it's a room near where you got the sword. Yeah. What sword? Isn't that what the Zenmai is? No, Zenmai is a slot or a thing, like, I don't know what it is.
3: I don't know what the hell the Zenmai is. You just put it in the robot, and he's a robot. Oh, I assumed it was a sword.
1: Oh, Whatever.
3: Um, I mean, (laughs) it's hard to tell. It's all in some other language. I I don't know.
2: I think like, it's called Speak.
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely not stuff you figure out on your first run through. And, okay, there is no excuse for the random my drop. But, um, I think everything else is, like, if you give it a couple runs and experiment with your options, it's definitely possible to figure out. Personally, I, th- I think, like, I would compare it to Super Metroid, where, uh, your first run through might be like, you might follow the typical guide, and then as you understand each of the items more, you can start thinking about, oh, I can, you know, shine spark to get past, you know, to cross the gap into the sunken ship or something like that. Well, and so in, in the same vein, uh, in Ninja, you start recognizing, oh, when I kill this guy, this thing happens so what happens if I don't kill that guy I, I feel like that's that's um not entirely comparable I mean be, because like with with Metroid you' you're, you're kind of you're always able to explore the overworld right I mean yeah and then with with ninja here and with that uh, uh, that one boss you only get one shot to kill him so it's like you're, you're not gonna know He's, he has a random drop of his diamond or you have to kill him a specific way to get that random drop. Yeah, yeah. That's, like the,
3: that yeah. boss feels like a puzzle, and it feels like the correct answer to the puzzle is to just kill him first. And like, oh, that's the right way to do this.
4: Oh.
3: And then, but actually, you're supposed to beat all these other things and get this obscure item and put these things in these slots and go into this other room and do this thing that you had no indication that you were supposed to do in the first place. It's just absurd.
1: I felt the opposite way about killing all of them because they have such a like with the six of them there they have such a hilarious range of attack um, and it's so easy to get rid of them with rage of fusion or whatever it's called and they all uh... kill you in one hit so I need all of them to go away uh, Shouty did you No Were you frustrated by ninja? No I wasn't um, I thought it was pretty fair, actually. Despite <laughs> all of its flaws. Did you like being lost in the uh, in the mansion, or were you lost at all? No, I thought I had a pretty good sense of uh, where I was. Because not every room looked exactly the same. Yeah, I guess, like, the changes aren't huge, but there is at least... Like, there's one hallway with a bunch of doors, and yeah. a similar hallway, except it has... And opening in the side. Yeah. Um, I think there are like very minute differences. It's not like I'm making the metric comparison again, where there are some rooms that literally look exactly the same. Yeah, that's just like they were scrounging memory. Yeah. So your experience of Ninja probably comes a lot out of you not being lost. Whereas like I think everybody else here, except maybe Wario fan, is pretty deeply lost. Yeah, i was not lost. I thought I was going all the time. I, I'd compare it, uh, more to Metro Two if anything else, because Metro Two was—it was. I think it was. I was pretty negotiable. It's. I don't know. What hey, you don't. You don't th- Metroid, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Metro Two? I don't want to get too pedantic here, but I am going to. Um. <laughs> 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 like the the, the key. Metroid 2 navigation is that there's that center donut on the map and yeah. uh, all of the exploration you do is branching off of that donut whereas yeah. I feel like the ninja mansion is more laid out like Metroid 1 where you just have a bunch of shit all over the place and it's like a friggin jigsaw puzzle trying to stick it all together there's um, no like clear deliberate path through everything I just think that because that everything that. looks the same in, in Metroid One to me, that's I guess uh, it has the dis- room distinction of Metroid Two, but yeah. the overall structure of Metroid One. Yeah. Okay. Is it fair to think about games like this? Like, are we are we doing the inter- disservice by just calling it Metroid? No, I
3: think Metroid's better.
1: <laughs> oh man.
3: I, I was frustrated by the first Metroid 2, but I didn't feel frustrated like I do with Ninja.
1: Oh, it's man. It's a very
3: different kind of... Like, I didn't really get lost in Metroid, oh, even boy. though there's no map, you but didn't... I got very lost in Ninja. Uh, I got lost in both. <laughs> you got lost in Ninja? I, I also didn't beat Metroid, so there's a lot. I didn't get
1: very far, but... There's no uh, permanent missables in Metroid either. Um. Yeah,
3: there are definitely permanent missables in Ninja.
1: Well, if he gets the escape sequence in Metroid, you can't go back for any of the items.
3: Oh, oh gosh.
1: <laughs> how unexpected. You can't go back when everything's exploding? <laughs> well, you could, it just you know, wouldn't be a good idea. This would be inadvisable. <laughs> Although, I guess um, in the case of a uh, zero mission, it, it, there is encouragement to, uh, to do low percent runs, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like the no kill run.
4: Oh yeah, Design but I don't find the no-kill
1: the, the no kill run to be that difficult because if you know what to, do, if you know what you're doing, you can sort of fake some enemies out and just grind. Uh, it's a fair point, but on the other hand, you don't get to kill anyone.
4: Anyway. Consider yeah.
1: that for a moment. Uh, do you really need the grind in the no kill run? I found like I was. I was level seven she by wanted, the time I got to the bosses. Termed. For the what? For the the option. optional bosses. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Those don't count. Yeah. I don't. Want... I guess it doesn't count.
3: Yeah. yeah, the optional bosses too. One thing I found the the fish, the item that the fish drops, which is the only reason to kill the fish, is a random drop.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's random. I did not. Yeah, it's oh, random, man, and I, I did not I... get it the first time. I didn't
4: even know that was random. So,
3: oh jeez. It's random. And I so I had to do the whole friggin' fight over again. Yeah. I had to load my save and do it over again just to get the stupid item.
1: I know I was worried about a robo drowning.
3: <laughs> it's um like,
1: Yeah. Everything in Ninja feels so scientific and precise about like planning your every step that it's just it's frustrating when it turns out some element is random.
4: Yeah, it's scientific?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, mm-hmm. should, we,
4: should we put this on an episode of Mythbusters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't I?
1: Ghost well, inventors? it's like how you don't expect the same result whenever you do an experiment in science.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm so, so just a that, So You should
3: expect the same result when you do an experiment in science. If you yeah, don't get the same that, result, then you did something wrong.
1: Or, or that science is just sometimes flawed in its, uh, in its executions. Like when Bill Nye let go of the bowling ball and it didn't come back to hit him in the head.
4: Are you saying <laughs> you want Bill Nye to get hit in
1: the
4: head with a bowling ball? <laughs> no. Um, that's
1: what I thought. <laughs> I guess uh, before we get out of here, first, will you replay Oboros chapter, Kirby?
2: With a guide,
1: sure. Because, I just like, he
2: said, huh?
1: Will you actually, like, look up a guide and go and replay it?
2: Oh well, I uh maybe sometime in the future, not anytime soon. Probably not. But um, because like Shouty said, if you know what you're doing, it's fine. Which is the same for any game. But casually playing it without a guide, I don't see how you can do it easily. I guess because it it, it kind of just throws you in there, and you're supposed to just figure it out yourself.
1: Yeah, I think that... that
2: tutorial stuff,
1: the joy of it is. Well, for me anyway, was replaying it and, um, figuring out what I was doing. And, you're not gonna get anything on your first run through, but if you replay it, there's a chance you can figure stuff out if, uh, if the Trapmaster master this. Nice. And yeah, that requires the proceeding.
2: It still seems super cryptic, like, I don't even know how you're supposed to discern that you're supposed to kill all the little guys first and then kill him and then maybe get an item. And well, then, maybe it's just
1: for, it's just rewarding you for the, uh, going the extra mile. For these I guys to work on. Yes. But it's a 50-50 chance to reward you. Well. Well. Like, oh, you know, D guys goes guys unpunished. Ah, dang nah. <laughs> it. Eh. The random drop is dumb, but I do think it incentivizes you to kill all of them because you'll be low level, so all those guys are gonna kill your butt. Yeah. Just the butt? Just the butt. Most important part of the body. That's we're gonna have a a commune bumper sticker and it's gonna say just the butt. <laughs> <clears throat> It'll be funny because it goes on the bumper. <laughs> WarioFan sixty three, are you going to replay Oboros chapter anytime? Uh, maybe someday I'll go back and try like a a no kill run or Maybe I'll go insane and fight the optional bosses somehow. but uh I don't know. I, I guess it could be fun trying to milk kill run at least once. But it's not, it's not a, you're not revving up to go it, here. Huh? You're not raring to go on a replay of it? Nah, it is not a priority. <laughs> 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 Shouty, um, I guess you already have replayed Oboro's Shadow. Yeah. maybe I'll play it again since it's my favorite. Why did you replay it? What do you mean? But why did you replay Oboro's chapter? Because it's I have beaten the entire game. Oh, you had played it before Kami? Yes, that's what I meant. Oh, oh. A- anyway, um, I would like I would play Ninja just by itself again. Maybe I'd do a, a hundred kill run. And um, going going to genocide. Soup. I get the impression uh, if you could. Get to the end of Live Alive without replaying Oboro, you would have done so. No, (laughs) absolutely not. Oh, well, he would. Um, (laughs) In fact, I just played Oboro seven times and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oboro Alive! You were talking about a 100 kill run, but uh, real champions go for for beating Oboro 100 times. Yeah.
0: Alright, I know I said I went in just to survey opinions, but, uh, part of my agenda here was to suggest that having fun in Oboro's Chapter means going in with no expectations. In other words, to leave high-level runs for later playthroughs. After all, you don't skip the grapple beam on your first time through Super Metroid, do you? Granted, Super Metroid doesn't encourage that. Uh, But as Zupag mentioned, Oboro's Chapter does encourage you not to kill. Hmm. Guess, uh, any final words? Uh, I
1: I don't know if I'm exactly a role model for future generations, or any generation, <laughs> being a deep uh, state guide user. <laughs> <laughs> what, was La Mulana or Oboro's chapter more cryptic? Oh. Oh my gosh. Um, I think definitely La Mulana, but and despite that, I still had a whole ton of fun with La Mulana. Wonder why that is. Jazz does like the music. It is good music, but uh No, I don't know. I I I think I because it was a more Metroid style game. You got to jump and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, you to jump. <laughs> <laughs> can't get it from any other game. <laughs> yeah, but you had a whip. Well, you can't jump and have <laughs> a whip in any other game.
4: <laughs>
1: wow. Mm-hmm. Shouty, <laughs> any, any parting thoughts? I, I'm just wondering about the ethics of using guides and whether or not they can enrich the game or make it worse. I wonder if someone made a game that was like intended for guide use or not, or there could be a game as such. Sure, I don't see why not. Guide topics. Well, yeah. Does it? I thought that was just like a little uh, AR thing. Well, yeah, but you get like one use out of it. I know, but I, 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 I don't know. You to- are you talking, the, talking about the letter? Basic? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. That that just took me as an uh, alternate reality rather than an actual guide. I like how in the really? Wii version you get the the letter on the. Home menu. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Soup Egg, do you have any final thoughts for
3: us? My final thoughts are that it is only uphill from here for Live to Live. It <laughs> gets so downhill. much better. It gets so much better. And the cowboy chapter and the wrestler chapter, which are nuts, are a lot more fun and shorter.
1: It isn't the phrase downhill for a better time? Um. Mm. all... Oh because if you're
3: no. going uphill you're...
1: Oh that's true.
3: That's a good mm-hmm. point but people always say it's all downhill from here meaning
1: at the bottom we're going to crash.
3: <laughs> like when they say that they mean it's going to get crappy from here. Are you redefining the meaning of phrases
1: and metaphors? See I if don't you think want I do of the English language. I think WarioFan yeah. fan is thinking of an uphill battle. Yeah. yeah I don't think there are really any downhill battles The
2: problem is we're dealing with English language And the English language is filled with a ton of idioms That either contradict each other or don't make any sense You just have to know them Yeah. This is a great point Yeah. You park in a driveway and drive in a parkway
1: Jazz hands I wish you had said that in the Groucho Marx voice I don't really remember how to do his voice
4: um, jazz hands, I don't know. They call it driveway, but you're parking it, and you're parking a driveway. Yeah? There we go. <laughs> Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha.
1: <laughs> we'll have a vaudeville cane to yank you off. cane emoticon. Nice. I'll get right on that. Thank you. Sweet. Kirby uh, of Death, any words before we go?
2: I think guides are okay after you've completed your first run to pick up anything you might have missed. I think a game should be able to be completed without a guide. Like, not the optional stuff, but like the main stuff should be completed without a guide.
1: Like you should see the credits before using a guide. I think that's what? a, yeah, That's a fair way to think of it.
0: Alright. Alright, well, good night everybody.
4: Good night, good night. Bye. Good night.
0: All music on this podcast is from Live Alive. I'll leave you on this final thought. We all had different ways of approaching Oboro's chapter. Some of us like to refrain from guides, but others don't. If we're looking to compare our experiences meaningfully, shouldn't we play a game where all of us use guides so that we have some sort of reference point on what we all think of using guides? Something where we can really dig into the experience of playing a game with a guide. Anyway, that's it for me. That productive. Did we learn things. Sure.
1: I learned about the ethics of using a guidebook. For a <laughs>
0: video
1: game. Right at the end. I
3: think we already talked so much about. I'm the authority already. on that. <laughs> I I, I, I learned that Punch-Out is the next Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dragon Age 2 did so poorly. We just thought we'd take a different direction with Dragon Age 3.
4: I still haven't played Dragon Age 2.
3: I haven't played any Dragon
4: Age.
3: Dragon Age 1 is awesome. So, uh...
1: Guess who's in the Michael Bay Turtles now?
4: Is
1: it Dragon Age? Yes, it's a copy of
4: Dragon Age. (laughs) Jesus.